Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I always say that three times before I start. You know what day this is, and you know why you're looking at my face. Because it's game face time. I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing. He's Matt, none the wiser wise. And Matt, as much as I love doing this show, you know, I, we can do it the same way every week. Before I start, I got to go to the questions. Get them. So if you're trying to figure out how to get that candle cast to make the candles for your candle selling business, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out which size squash to use for that goulash you're trying to put together, once again, you're on the wrong podcast. But if you're trying to get insight into sports here in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get sports and insight on a national level, once again, your game face is put on. I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing. He's Matt Nunn, the Wise of Wise. Matt, what do we got? Niners are in the playoffs, baby, and that's what I'm talking about. That's like, why I had to wear they, my hat today. Like, they they, they got it done against the Rams. And it, um, you know, I've, I've been off and on to the Jimmy train um, all year. But, but listen, that man got it done, and he got it done hurt. So, uh, you got that. We got the Warriors first place, 30-9 and nine record, two games before the halfway mark of the season. And Clay comes back. We had Clay Day. Um, so, Barrios. Wait a minute. You talking about the Claymaker? The Claymaker, <laughs> Clay yeah. Day, Splash Brother, Clay yeah. Thompson. I mean, coming back. And uh, yeah, well, I know we're going to get into it, but my goodness, um, the dunk that he threw down to just really announce that he's back was absolutely disgusting. Um, so, so we got all that going on. So of course, playoffs coming up, uh, wildcard weekend. There's just a lot going on. What, what's really popping right now, what's really, really going on is bet online mm. and bet online wants to wish everybody a happy new betting year. And as we continue our March toward the playoffs and beyond and not to infinity and beyond like Buzz Lightyear, I know he's got a movie coming out. But to the playoffs and beyond. And for the 49ers, the playoffs and beyond, we're going, they're going all the way. They're, they're going to get their ring this year. Uh, Bet Online still remains the number one spot for all your sports wagering action for 2022. This new year, they have a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is write down this promo code I'm going to give you right now. That's B-L-E-A-V, believe. That's the promo code. Use it. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus, and that'll get you started. They have football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC. I'm sure if there's some weirdo out there, they have the Jake Paul fights. Um, They have all your favorite Vegas (laughs) casino games. 
So I'm telling you, don't take, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. That's betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online. It's where the game starts. Okay, I got to start with the elephant in the room, and that is the the guys in red. My goodness, I tell you something. That game, <laughs> that, that was an Alka-Seltzer game. It was. It was kind of like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you're sitting there, you're watching it, your Alka-Seltzer's right here, right? You got the water, you got the, the two tablets, you're about to go plop, plop, fizz, fizz. You're hoping it's a relief that it is because I'm going to tell you something. There was about, I think, three, three minutes and 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. It was 24 to 17. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, Okay, this isn't good. Okay. Then I switch over to the New Orleans game and I realize New Orleans is just slapping the Falcons around like they stole something. And I'm just like, oh no, this is this is this is my worst nightmare. Basically, what's gonna happen is the Niners are gonna lose. New Orleans is gonna win. The Niners are not gonna go to playoffs, and New Orleans is. And I'm like, oh man, I'm just I'm hating life. And then all of a sudden. We get this huge touchdown, and now the game is tied. And I'm just like, okay, I need another Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> I just can't figure out what, what is going to happen next. Yeah, and it wasn't an easy game to digest at all, especially no. after that first half. I mean, that first half, you're going in. I mean, I, I told my wife, I said, I said, hey, if you want to do something with the kids later, um, you know, go to the park or whatever, you know, in the next, you know, hour or so will probably be a good time. Cause I wanted to get back for the Warriors game. I was already conceding the Niners game, <laughs> right. And making plans to go to the park. And, and thankfully for her, she didn't make those plans quick enough. And then the, the Niners started coming back and I told her, you're going to have to go to the park without me. Um, <laughs> the, game, the game's closed. And so, you know, definitely, yeah, that first half. And even even down the stretch, it, it, when they scored that touchdown to go up 24-17, the, you know, there was a part of me that said, yeah, man, that may be it. Because I just didn't know if, if, if Jimmy was going to be able to drive down the field and put them in the position they needed to win. And he did. Um, and he, he, he proved me wrong yet again. Um, and then he drove down the field to get a, a field goal in overtime to win it. So uh, I do want to point out, like, we got to give a massive, massive shout out to Niners Faithful, who just turned out that SoFi State. Man, down. I couldn't believe it. I was, I thought, I was like, wait a minute, are they in Levi's? What's going on? <laughs> I had a bunch of buddies that went to the game, um, and they had the time of their life, and I am so happy for them. But, like, Dude, that how it doesn't get any better than that. Um, to go into another team's house, have the fans cheering for for you as the visiting team, right? And, and then putting it on them um, and getting a win, and actually winning this for the sixth time in a row, uh, getting a win. So uh, it was beautiful. It, it did. I mean, it, it was beautiful. The ending was beautiful. Getting there was very very ugly. But the, you know, the interesting thing is, you know. I think at this point, all the people who, for whatever reason, uh, doubted Jimmy, 
you know, didn't, wasn't really sure, you know, had that question mark on him. Couldn't, couldn't figure out, you know, who this guy was, you know, early in the season, they was calling him inconsistent. And it's like, okay, not only does Jimmy ball out, but he balls out under pressure. You know, he was under pressure in that game. Okay. 23 of 32, 316 yards. You know, he had the two INTs, but when it came time to drive them down and get them to a, a position where they could score in crucial moments, then he gets an A plus four. Because I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of beside myself because by the time regulation is over and I'm thinking, okay, we're going to overtime. Now the question is, does Jimmy have any gas still in the tank? You know, because there's overtime. I, was, I wasn't worried about Jimmy having gas in the tank. I think Debo looked like he ran out of gas in the tank because that dude balled out. Yeah. And and he looked gassed. And, and I just have to injured. I'm trying to figure out, is there anything else they're going to get this guy to do? This guy does everything. He, the runs the, he runs the football. He catches the football. He threw a touchdown. I'm just like, dude, is there anything this guy can't do? It, it, it's crazy. I, I did kind of want to see him uh, catch one in the end zone. Would have been kind of cool, like for, yeah, a little, yeah. uh, for a little trifecta there. Um, yeah, man, that he did everything. Jennings stepped up. Ayuk had a game. I tell you something. Um, Jawan Jennings is becoming a huge pain for opposing defenses lately. This guy, those last couple of games, he scored at least one touchdown the last three games. Okay, and and <laughs> I'll tell you something. <laughs> I, I'm. Oh, by the way, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to tip my hat to Aubrey, a- Ambry, uh Thomas with that interception. That was, that yeah. was, okay, this is a guy they have been, quarterbacks have been using this guy the entire season, okay? And when it came time, boy, he stepped up big. That was a huge interception. That was like, I don't even think Stafford knew that was coming. They were all kind of stunned. They were like, what just happened? It's like, this is a guy we're able to throw it up and he just get automatically gets a PI. And it's like, no, not this time. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a, it was a really poorly underthrown ball and, and due in part to, and I think I said it last week, I said, listen, the only way the Niners come out of this game with a victory is if that D line steps up and makes Stafford uncomfortable. And you know what? They absolutely did that. They did it in crucial moments in the game. And, and the reason why Stafford couldn't step into that throw and it got picked by Thomas was because he was under duress and he was under duress all day. And there was hands and bodies all in his face, all over his Jersey. Um, and that's something that that's exciting to see as a 49er fan, but it's something that's going to really have to continue because going into next week's uh, Saturday, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, you're going into a tough opponent in Dallas Cowboys. And oh, they, you're uh, not, no, you're not going into just a tough opponent. You're going to get the number one offense in the NFL right yeah, now. Yeah, their offense is no joke. And yeah. you are going to have to not only get Dak off his spots, but then you're also going to have to contain him because he'll take off. Well, uh, this is the other problem you have. The other problem you have is that 
I'll tell you something. The offensive coordinator for Dallas knows they're going to go after that secondary because they know the secondary is the key to them. Because, dude, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, these guys are catching the football like there's no tomorrow right now. Okay? And I can tell you this much. If I'm the offensive coordinator for Dallas, that's exactly what I do. Okay? I go right at that secondary because there's no way that secondary can handle those receivers. Okay, those receivers are are top notch. They can catch the football. Now, as far as the run goes, we might be able to contain the run because, you know, Elliott's not – he's kind of dropping off now. He's not like he was, say, three seasons ago. But if if I'm I'm the offensive coordinator, I yeah, I definitely go to the air. And I go right at those corners. Uh, To me, me, Zeke's still a threat. Uh, I just don't – I see they're just – they haven't been using him. Uh, the way I probably would like to see him use, I would like to see them use him out of the backfield more. Um, and they, he's, and, not, he's not, and they really don't like they, so, you know, regardless, I mean, regardless dude ran for a thousand yards this year. So, yeah, and, you know, you gotta, you gotta give it up. Like he grinded out and he was injured. Uh, he had, I think he was injured a couple games this year. So yeah, the, the offense, their offense is deadly potent. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that, you know, I'd like to say I think that the Niners stand a good chance because their defense, but their DBs aren't that good at all. Right. Um, now, Josh Norman did not – I have not seen him on the field, and it looks like he's not getting much playing time. You do Is have, he hurt? Is uh, he hurt right now? I thought he got hurt. No, he, he's been a healthy scratch last week, uh, this, this last week. So, because um, <clears throat> he was – I saw him on special teams. Mm. Um, on punt returns. So, um, you know, they are getting healthier in their defensive backfield. They are getting healthier at linebacker. Greenlaw was back. He yes. looked good. Yeah. Um, so, so some things are starting to come together for the 49ers that does look promising. What you're going to need is a, is for Jimmy, a, a Jimmy performance on, on offense. Um, and, We've said it, man. He's inconsistent. One game he'll he'll go on a two three game where he looks amazing, and then he'll have a stinker. What you said though really resonates with me. Is Jimmy is a big game performer, like he is a big time game when it when it matters it shows up, and that shows actually in his play when he usually does has a turnover or throws a pick fumble whatever. He, they, he usually, there was a stat that they kept pumping a couple of years ago, but he usually comes back and leads them down for another touchdown. That shows the kind of guy that Jimmy Garoppolo is as inconsistent as he may have been this whole year. And so, so for me, that's promising. That's exciting. I think the Niners have a great chance. I don't care that they're a three-point underdog. I'm taking the Niners to go into Dallas and somebody's going to stomp on their star. Terrell Owens ain't there. We're gonna, Niners are going to do it. They're going to they're gonna stand on that star. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm trying to – because I guess the 49ers signed a veteran cornerback. His name is Buster Scrine is his name. Um, I don't even know if they're actually going to activate him for this game. But they're going to they're gonna need some help because that offense is it, – it likes, it likes to dice up secondaries. Um, Listen, if if you if if you can get at Dak, if you could get pressure on Dak, 
and you make that game super uncomfortable, you can get turnovers. Yeah. You know, the turnovers that- are out there. So if the, if the defense goes out and is lights out, it's going to be easy money. Yeah. And you think about this, it's really what, and you got to tip your hat D'Amico Ryan's what he did in the second half against the Rams. He knew that, Hey, you know what, if we can, if we can, if we can rattle Stafford, then we got a chance of turning us around. And and, I said that last week. Yeah. yeah we both did. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know we, we've been watching Stafford for a long time. We know his MO is that he's fine when he's in a pocket and he's not rattled, but as soon as you rattle him, it's like all of a sudden now he, he can't hit his targets. Uh, he doesn't have time to throw the football, uh, you know, and, and his, 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 uh, his poise in the pocket becomes an issue, you know, and that's that's kind of what happened. Now, this is the thing. Prescott, on the other hand, is a little different. Okay, I've seen Prescott where he's under pressure and he still performs. So they they can't just pressure. They got to they gotta hit Prescott. They, they got to sack him several different times in the game. They have to wear him down so that, in other words, when they hit him or when they sack him, they need to have something that he puts on it that they put on his mind. As a matter of fact, it reminded me of the defense of the Niners back when when, when they, had, they, had, they had um oh man uh Fred Dean and 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 oh man these guys man they would come in dude yeah but you can't do that these days I mean you well well what well, the well, the these quarterbacks are getting I know but, but this, on a dude the and they're getting 15. Yeah, but it's the thing. You don't necessarily have to do it that to that degree, but I'm just saying, you want to leave something on his mind mentally, okay, to take him out of his game, okay. So you know, and that's going to be getting him off his spots, like or I yeah. mean, if you get a clean hit, yeah, dude, take it, dude, right, I mean, rack exactly. that fool. But but I mean, these days, like you can't even take a chance at trying to take a clean hit because if you hit him too good. You're getting 15 because it was too good of a, t- a legit tackle. I mean, we've yeah. seen some of these crap calls on these quarterbacks falling on top of them when it's like, what do you expect? Like a guy falling down and grabbing the quarterback's ankles is 15 because you're going at his feet. Like you're, he's falling down. So, yeah, like in the old days, I would say, yeah, dude, like Ronnie Lott days. Okay, <laughs> send Ronnie Lott on a blitz and have him light the quarterback up a couple times. He'll be in his head and we'll see some more runs. Yeah, right. <laughs> You just hey, that's not today's football. So like you're gonna have to get Dak off his spots and then contain. You, you know, just like a quarterback like Kyler Murray, any of these mobile quarterbacks, get them off their spots, but contain. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'm I'm super excited because a a Cowboys 49er matchup just gives me the the warm and fuzzies from the the early 90s. Um, my boy Alberto, he tries to say like, oh, you know, the Cowboys have gotten more of the Niners than the Niners have gotten the Cowboys. And I don't, that may be true, but in my mind, we always took care of business against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Well, in my, in my he's mind. talking about, he's talking about the overall history. In the overall history, the Cowboys did, they did get us more than we got them because yeah. That's, they went, they that's went like, like a past, past. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the very past. Like when dinosaurs were walking the earth type <laughs> history. I'm talking about what have you done recently history. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you something. Be careful because I was one of those dinosaurs. So, hey. <laughs> but, but the thing is, and when you look at the overall history, he is correct because, you know, the, 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 you understand. Dallas had, they just had the doomsday defense. And they had, you know, basically NFC titles. They went 10 straight years. Okay, 
And it wasn't until 1981 that it changed. Okay. And even they were shocked. They had no idea that San Francisco was going to beat them. They just, they, they had, they were, they were, I remember, I remember watching, what was it, Danny White standing on the sideline, man, you know, with his helmet on the, on the, on the ground, just dejected. He had no idea that that was going to happen, dude. He just, you know, and, 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 and the thing is, this is one of those games where I have to admit I'm a little fearful just because of everything that Dallas has done this year. Have you looked at their defense? They've been – they have – man. Stephon, look, Stephon Diggs, he has 11 interceptions. No, I – no taking away from him. You know what I'm saying? He's got 11 I've, interceptions, man. They, I'm telling you something. On both sides of the ball, they're very balanced. Everybody I know is a Cowboy fan, to, and I regrettably say that. Like, a lot of my people are Cowboys fans, all right? Really? Shout out to all my people that are Cowboys fans. You know who you are. Right. You know what kind of losers you all are. But, <laughs> like, the Cowboys have been really, really inconsistent. I mean, they lost to the Broncos. They lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Raiders. You know, I mean, they've not – they're not. A, they're not. Yes, they have a great offense. They started off the year. But in their the defense is not that bad either. I, 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 I don't know, man. I just like. There's nothing. I, I could care less. Like at this point, I throw everything out the window. Like what they did in the regular season, how the Niners got in, how the Cowboys got in. I throw it out the, the window because yeah, because it, comes, it doesn't matter right now. It doesn't. When it comes no. to playoff times, there's nothing I enjoy more. And there's nothing that happens more often than the Cowboys blowing it in the playoffs. Whether it's <laughs> Tony Romo who cannot hold a snap and forgets how to run and throw, whether whatever it is, the catch, you name it, the standing on the star, you name it. Like all of my memories are the Cowboys just can't get it done in the playoffs. And this is going to be another week where, sorry, all my people, the Cowboys are just not going to get it done. And it just happens to be against four nerves. Okay, you heard it right there. You heard it first on Game Phase podcast. Um, I'm, I'm, a, you understand? I'm a fanboy, so I'm rooting I'm for stoked. the Niners. I'm, I'm so rooting stoked. for it because it's the Niners, and I just love the team. I love everything about the franchise and everything he's been able to accomplish. We're gonna switch gears because we only got a few minutes left, and we're gonna talk about who else? Clay Thompson. Clay Day. Number eleven. And he, you know, is just a sensational night for him. Um, the dunk, you said it earlier. I'll say it again. Was filthy. Okay, that was it. like that's yeah. all he needed to do for yeah. the rest of the yeah. night. For yeah, me. he didn't need to do anything else, but he did. Okay, the three, vintage. Okay, um, and now that he's back. And the return is, is done. All they need to do now is gel as a team, get out there, play Warriors basketball, really deal with the contenders, you know, Utah, Phoenix. And I'll tell you something. Everybody was wondering if, if Steph was in a slump. <laughs> Well, I guess we can stop talking about that now. <laughs> okay. Because Steph- <laughs> I, and I, and I uh, like, listen, maybe it was just a coincidence that on the day Clay comes back, Steph has a game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I necessarily, I don't necessarily think so because I think with Clay coming back and them having more options 
and being and knowing that when the floor is spread and, and and Steph has the ball, yes, you still have to pay attention to him, but you cannot leave your man because no. that man over there is a sharp shooter named Clay Thompson, mm. who just came back and told you he's back when he mashed it on your faces. Yes, so he did. so you know, so I think you know, for that, I think it's just you know, it it lets I think it just kind of lets a little bit off of his shoulders, you know, where now he could just go out and play, right? He doesn't have to worry about being the bulk of the offense. He doesn't have to worry about getting other people involved. I mean, yeah, he does, and he will worry about those things, but it's not like solely, solely on him. I mean, think about it. You know, Draymond Green kind of alleviates some of that when he's the ball handler. He could take some pressure off Steph, you know. You have Wiggins who can get it kind of his time. You have Poole who they're, you know, you get his time, but now you have Clay coming back. Like it's just going to free things up. I, I, I'm going to say right now, I think Steph's going to go on a tear um, because l- listen, like, you know, he was, it wasn't announced last Steph. They announced Clay, you know, I noticed when Steph gets announced anyway, when I was at the game, he doesn't even come out when his name's announced. Yeah. He's I noticed that too. Yeah. He's yeah. run out right behind Looney. As soon right. as Looney gets introduced, Clay, uh, Steph goes right with him. Right. And, and there's something to be said to that. Like, you know, you know, some of that pressure, maybe, maybe it does get to the, to you, you know? And, well, sure and having Clay I mean, Pack is going to be a nice thing. Yeah, but look, you think about this. To say that the pressure doesn't get to him would be to say he's not human. Let's keep it real. Guys have always said the pressure to get to you. Kobe admitted it. Jordan admitted it. KD admitted it. All the great players, Kawhi Leonard, they've all said that, hey, man, when the pressure's there and you have to deliver, in the back of your mind, there's a chance that it it won't work, you know? You know, Kawhi Leonard stated there's there's been several times that he wanted to take the game when he shot. It didn't go. You know, it happens. But, I mean, to your point about Clay being out there, I just think – that now the Warriors are going to be more balanced on how they handle teams now because Kerr knows that, hey, you know what? We can we can send out the first team, and if we don't have one of the guys who's in the first team, we can bring somebody from the second team and, and, and rotate because the second team – and this is the thing. This is the reason why the Warriors are winning so many games before in the past. Because, see, in the NBA, you have to have a balance. You know, the first team ha- has, to, has to be able to play well, but the second team has to be able to play well, too. Because the first team can't play all night. So, and that's where your second team is going to – they're going to run you out of the gym. The Warriors. Yeah, they are. And that's – and that's, they're that's just the – they're that much better. Right. And that's the key. any other team. Right. And that's the key point. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a situation where – Last season, the season before, you didn't see a winning season in Golden State. Why? Because the mantra wasn't being held. What is the mantra? The mantra is strength in numbers. Well, last season and the season before that, you didn't have strength in numbers. You had a couple of guys that could do it, but it wasn't strength in numbers. Now, this year, there's strength in numbers. And that, to be honest with you, that this the, assemb- the assembly of this team – to me is more impressive than like the assembly of adding, uh, you know, the Hamptons five or, and I'll tell you why, because they did it in ways that, that nobody really expected. I didn't really expect Andre to give us Andre Godari to give us what he's given. 
I didn't really expect a lot out of Porter. I didn't really expect a lot of Bielitsa. I didn't even know Gary Payton had a son, let alone <laughs> about Gary Payton the second. And these dudes can ball. Man, all look. I knew about was JTA, right? Like, and look, JTA's losing playing time because everybody else is that much better. Right. But see, this is the other part of it. The other part of it is this is that when you have, you know, a GP2, okay, and you have an auto pointer junior, what they call it now was the automatic, that's what they call it. Okay? And you have, see, that's that's kind of how they were winning before. See, when they had when they had Iguodala and when they had uh Livingston Livingston, like coming off the bench, they had they had the yeah, and this is but see, this is the thing. The reason why this is gonna work so well, it might even be better than they had a couple seasons ago, because all of these guys, with the exception of think of Otto Parr Jr., all these guys are fresh in. You know what I'm saying? They don't have you no know, GP2 doesn't have 10 years underneath his belt. Okay. These guys are all new. They're young. Okay. And it's kind of like what they did when they when they when they brought in Steph and they brought in Clay and they brought in Draymond. Similar situation. These are core guys that they have developed or they brought in who were who were really journeyman guys. Okay. And now all of a sudden they're making it work. I tell you something. This this could last another three to four seasons. Boy, here's the scary thing. James Wiseman hasn't even got back into the rotation yet. You know what I mean? So, like, that's another piece that, that you you know, is going to develop in two years. Who knows, you know? And then you rebuild around him, and you have a few pieces. You still got wigs. You still – I mean, whatever. You got, you know, Clay or or Steph could be retired by then. I see Clay playing longer, so you still got, you know – it's exciting. Uh, it really, really is. Um, but I'm, I'm just enjoying being present. Like the future is exciting. I'm yeah. enjoying being present because we're watching like some of the greatest basketball um, of my, of my lifetime, um, you know, minus the Jordan, you know, watching Jordan, you know, like, you know, this is another generation of greatness. Like I got to watch Jordan and that area era and greatness and Kobe come up and AI and like all the greats. And now like I'm getting to enjoy another set of greats and do it. And it's just happens to be for, for my team. So it makes yeah, it even yeah. more and enjoyable. I think, I think that's the very special part of it is that it's here in the Bay locally. Yeah. See, that's that's what really makes it special. Because how many Bulls fans did the Bulls get just because of Jordan? I had Bulls jerseys. I had a Bulls hat. Right. Like, And I wasn't a Bulls fan. I'm a Jordan fan. Right. You know? And, like, now people are going to be like, I'm a Steph fan. You know, like, I, they got all the Steph stuff. And, like, rock, you see it, dude. The Warrior stuff is everywhere. People be rocking it everywhere. Outside yeah. the Bay Area, in the Bay Area, wherever you at, I see it. Yeah, I see it, too. Okay, so we're going to have to call it, okay, because – Run out of time, but those watching, you can tune in next week. We'll have another episode. You're watching Game Face, Bay Area Sports Magnified. I'm Richard the Razor Ewing. He's Matt None the Wise and Wise. Tune in next week, and we'll have another great show for you. Just remember, where's my? I tell you something, man. I can't, I can't maneuver this thing anymore. 
This is funny. Okay. So anyway, Game Face Bears Sports We out here on the Bleed Talent Network. Have a good week, folks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.